You are listening to your briefing on the G7 summit. The 47th summit of the G7 was held from 26 to June 28, 2022, in Schloss Elma, Krun, Bavarian Alps, Germany. The G7, Group of Seven, is supposed to consist of the world's strongest, richest, and developed nations, namely the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Japan, Germany, France, Canada, and Italy. In every G7 summit, the European Union is always present. This year, Germany holds the presidency of the G7 group. India, Argentina, Indonesia, Senegal and South Africa have been invited as partner nations in this year's summit by German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Along with all these nations, the United Nations, UN, the World Health Organization, WHO, the World Trade Organization, WTO, the International Monetary Fund, IMF, and the World Bank are among the powerful organizations taking part in this summit. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky participated in the summit remotely. High on the agenda were climate change, energy and other issues for the developing democratic countries like food security, healthcare, counter-terrorism, gender equality and democracy. Who are the G7? The G7 group was established in 1975 as an intergovernmental organization. This group meets yearly to discuss international affairs, the global economy, security and other global policies. Before 2014, this G7 group was G8 and the eighth member was Russia. Russia became member of G8 in 1997. In March 2014 Russia was suspended indefinitely from G8 because of the Russian annexation of Crimea, Ukraine, and hence G8 became G7 again. In 2017, Russia announced its permanent withdrawal from from the G8. According to G7 official website, while the G7 nations only include 10% of the world's population, its members account for 31% of the world's economy. But China and India, the two most populous nations, the second and sixth largest economies and third and fourth largest military respectively, are not the part of this group. Former U.S. President Donald Trump wanted to expand G7 into a G10 or G11 by adding India, South Korea, Australia and Russia. But this idea became vaporized with the loss of the election. The Russia-Ukraine War The whole world is well aware of the hot topic in international affairs that is the Russia-Ukraine War. Now it has been four months for this Russia-Ukraine War and no one knows when this war will be over. The group of seven extended their support and affirmed to back Ukraine as long as necessary despite of the continuously rising prices of crude oil and natural gas, as well as wheat shortage, caused by the military conflict. The G7 countries also said that they were looking for serious measures to limit Russia's ability to profit from natural gas and crude oil, which are funding this war. Before the conclusion of the summit, G7 leaders united in denouncing the odious Russian missile attack on a mall in the town of Kremenchuk as a war crime, declaring it to be a crime against humanity and pledging to hold President Vladimir Putin accountable. After the Russian missile attack incident on Kremenchuk, U.S. President Joe Biden proposed to declare Russia a state-sponsored terrorism state and this discussion is now on the table in U.S. Senate. G7 leaders announced that they will be sanctioning all imports of gold from Russia, the third-largest gold producer in the world. In midst of this summit, discussion have started to capping Russian crude oil and natural gas to cut their primary source of revenue and increase tariff on Russian imports and add more fresh sanctions. 
Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who participated in this summit through video conferencing, demanded stricter sanctions on Russia and urged nations to provide heavy weapons to defend against Russia. China in focus. Due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict, the Indo-Pacific and South China issue temporarily vanished from the focus of Western countries. But in this summit, the United States indicated that China is on its radar. In order to counter China's flagship Belt and Road Initiative, BRI, U.S. President Joe Biden has announced a counter-initiative called Partnership for Global Infrastructure. In this project, the European Union and the U.S. would invest $634 billion to improve the infrastructure in developing countries. Partnership for Global Infrastructure is a new version of last year's Build Back Better World, B3W, initiative that was published in last year G7 Summit in the UK. This $634 billion partnership for global infrastructure is supposed to be a counterproject for China's Belt and Road Initiative that is valued around $1 trillion and to prevent developing and poor countries from China's debt trap. According to Biden, by 2027, the United States is expected to contribute $200 billion and other nations will contribute $400 billion. Climate change. Climate change has become the major point of discussion of every international summit. However during this summit, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi instead called for more investments in natural gas, alongside investments in renewable sources of energy, to combat the current energy crisis. Apart from Global Infrastructure Initiative, the group is also discussing to lend aid toward energy transition to India, Indonesia, Vietnam and Senegal under the umbrella of the so-called Just Energy Transition Partnerships Initiative, which is already in the process of being implemented in South Africa. However, at present skyrocketing energy prices, it will be tedious task to convince nations to abandon their fossil fuel consumption and move toward renewable energy.